and welcome to the new Rick Mental Health and Social Benefit Podcast with me, Colin Harnett. Over the coming weeks, I'll be talking with a variety of local people about mental health, well-being and activities that can be of social benefit to the community. My guest today is Dave from the Rings End and Irish Town Community Centre. You're very, very welcome, Dave. Thanks a lot. Thanks for having me in. And uh, Dave is here to talk about the allotments. Um, Dave, can I ask you, what got you into doing the allotments in the first place? Well, first of all, the allotments out the back were uh, given to the local community. Uh, my father was the one of them that got it. It was kind of a lottery that was given. Uh, we So my father got one. Right. Uh, that was probably maybe 10 years ago, 11 right. years ago maybe. Yeah. And... I kind of just got in on it, uh, so kind of elbowed him out, so I look after him. Yeah. Now he comes over and gives us a hand now and again, uh, but I've always wanted to just get to grow on your own stuff, because right. uh, I think the benefits of it, for health-wise, is great, yeah. but also taste. If you take an apple off a, a grown tree that you do yourself mm. and buy an apple in the shop, yeah. You can probably taste the difference. There's like yeah. a like a, a glaze over the apple right. from the shop, and the other one's not. Right. So it's just the the benefits from it is great. Right. Which is great, and then growing your own stuff. As we're talking uh, mentally, it's a great to clear the head. If you've been working all day and then go out and work in the allotments for a few hours, it just clears the head. You know that kind of way. It breaks that kind of working environment. It, it gets you kind of out and about as well. So. So it's so it helps to clear the head, but also and does it also help you physically as well. That you have to dig, yeah, and water yeah, phys- and plant and all that. Yeah, but yeah, it's physically uh, the start of the year when you're starting off because there is a lot of digging, and then during the year then it'd be a lot of weeding, so you're in and out of the beds and stuff like that. So physically, yes, but I think mentally it'll be a lot. It's a lot. It's really really good. It's good to see something grow as well. So. You're out and you you put something into the ground at the start of the year, or it doesn't have to be the start of the year, but then after a few weeks you're seeing it growing and at the end product is you're eating it yourself. I, I just think that's great for your personal kind of head. You know so what that, I mean? And there's a, a sense of achievement. Yeah, sense of achievement. That's exactly what it is. It's a sense of achievement. Like the stuff we don't we grew and it hasn't turned out, which is kind of but there is stuff. Like every year we have a great crop of uh, tomatoes. Right. But some years, the likes of sprouts, two years ago, we had a great uh, thing of sprouts. We actually, there's flats next door to the community centre here. We fed, I think it was about 17 families with sprouts. Wow, wow. You know? Yeah. Uh, and myself. Uh, <laughs> but then last year, we didn't have a great thing of sprouts. You know what I mean? So some things work different years. Uh, but it's just great. And then the crack we have with the people that are in the allotment saying, oh, look, I'm growing more than you, or right, you know right, what I mean. Yeah, There's a bit of competition yeah. there, friendly competition yeah. should be. So it's a, and then you're out and you're out in the open air. Uh, where we're based here, it's like a concrete jungle around us. Yeah, and it's just a little oasis of greenery, little small, and it's just brilliant. So calming. Uh, as I said, the garden beside it, then you can just relax in the garden as well. But just to see things growing, personally, I, I like and the, the the health benefits from itself, eating your own fresh vegetables like I live across the road right. so when I pick it it's literally two minute walk, walk so I could walk ha- home, I, yeah. I could be eating it within five ten minutes five, you know what I mean yeah, yeah. Uh, kale carrots all that I do put it into the blender sometimes and have a, a drink like you know a juice 
but the be- like the benefits of it. It's yeah. just it's good. It's an all around good feeling, yeah. you know. And have you seen it help others as well, like people who are down or depressed, and they came in and started to work on. Yeah, the have. there's a few. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. As I said, to you, even myself, if I've had a stressful day in work, which everyone has, then you know what I mean. To go over there, like after six o'clock in the evening here during the summer, mm. the whole place goes quiet, and just to sit over there. And there's one example. Like I was working away, uh, and I stopped probably at around half six, and I sat down on of a little bench beside the allotment, and I sat down about half six, and I woke up at eight o'clock. <laughs> so it is yeah. and it is it's relaxed for you, it, yeah. it is relaxing and I said people have come over with stresses of the day or whatever you, and it is it is a way even if it's just in the garden itself yeah because uh, there is a lot of gardeners that work here as well and they get benefits out of it as well so it is it's really really good uh, it's easy to do people think oh I don't know how to grow it put it in the ground if it doesn't grow, it doesn't grow. Like, we've put loads of stuff in the ground and it hasn't grown, plant-wise. And will you sort of help people and teach people what to do? Oh, and, yeah. And yeah. Yeah, of course. So yeah. we do, we, we grow everything from seed. Well, we try and grow everything from seed. There's a, a, a lad I work with who's actually in the radio station. It's Dylan. Me and Dylan kind of work together. And we want to get away from buying it from the shops. Right. Like, plants. So we grow most of our things from seed. Uh, but... But like in a packet of seeds of say tomatoes you might get 50 seeds right. you're not going to grow 50 plants so we give them away to some of the lads around the area some others that have the allotments uh, they might bring them home they can grow them on their balcony if they live in flats or right, apartments right. Yeah. Uh, so we, you know, we kind of swap and we're, we're getting to know people on through Facebook on different Facebook pages gardeners uh, or Garden Ireland I think it's called and stuff like that and allotment growers and we've been talking to them and I've got in touch with a few of them and they've said look I have a few tomato plants I have a few do you want to come and get them and we swap yeah. around I also have an office out in Bally Fairmont uh, and that's in the community garden in Cherry Orchard right. and they have it's a, a social what they call it they, they do for sale but it's not a profit. So they have, they have a garden out there and allotments as well. Oh, for sale. Yeah, so yeah. it's uh, social enterprise, it's called. Okay. So whatever they make, they put it back into the garden. But I do sometimes get seeds off them. Not seeds, plants, because they're, they're grown organically as well. And I like to put them at my ones and see which ones are better. Okay. That kind of right. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just yeah, like yeah. as a simple competition. And that's good for the brain, the brain yeah. as well, you know. And, but as I said, sometimes it's good years for different things. Uh, so we try to learn off each other, you know what I mean? Right. So what did you grow last year and how did you grow it? So we do be asking so each other. So you're using your sort of creativity, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. You're, you're like, keeping your brain moving. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And before I, like before, it was probably eight years ago I got involved with this. I wasn't having a clue about growing. Uh, I'm no expert right. I'm far from an expert at ground stuff but people think it's tough it's not if you put it into the ground or if you're into a pot if it doesn't grow it doesn't grow but if it does the, the benefits again, of, you yeah. start again you know yeah, what I mean yeah. uh, like the easiest things to grow is our tomatoes uh, maybe lettuce stuff like that start off easy uh, but then if you're going into cauliflower and all that's tougher as well right. uh, like we've had what is so what is what is the actual difference why why is it hard to grow? What is the difference? It's to, to, to look after them. So the likes of uh, cauliflower, they, they, they shoot off real quick. So they, they go into seed real quick. Okay. And to look after the head of the cauliflower. Some people say when the leaves grow up, 
like cover the head so the sun doesn't get that get at them and all and burn it and stuff like that. Right. Uh, and then the same thing as well, just to learn things about watering as well. Then like water in the morning times or in the evening times because if you, if it's a sunny day out and you water during the day, the sun will burn the leaves because the water will attract the sun. Okay. So simple things like that, like yeah, I wouldn't have known it when yeah, I started yeah, off. Yeah. yeah, I've seen some people that start off and they're watering during the day. I says if you come a little bit earlier, it's better, or leave it till the evening. This is because mm. it'll burn. It'll like the likes of the winter time, it's okay. Like, well, you probably don't need it during the winter with the rain. Okay, but yeah, you know, simple things, and you get little hints and little tips as well, like off people yeah. from different. And sounds it's it's great from a social point of view. Yeah. It's definitely, it's like a little community in itself, like, you know what I mean? Mm. Uh, and then, as I said, further afield, there's more allotments in Rings End Park, so get to know them, stuff, and you, you talk to them, you see them in the streets, and what are you growing this year, like, you know? And so it is, it's a little community in itself, and it, it's so easy to do, like, as I said, if I can do it, anybody can do it, you know? So how do people get involved? If someone is actually listening to or I've heard it can be quite hard to get new allotments there, can be it's a waiting lists and stuff like that. Very, very hard to get an allotments in right. around. But I know if you ring uh, Dublin Council, they have to provide it. Now, I, I don't know how true that is, so right. don't quote me on it. But I, they have to provide you with something, I think. Really? Uh, but just, just like if you're living in a, in a house, you can grow them on your windowsill. Herbs. So you're talking like if you want to just even the simple things of rocket and stuff like that or salads you can grow them in your house you don't need much room for that you just need a little uh, like a, a small little window box uh, you know now obviously if you want to grow bigger stuff obviously if you have a back garden then just a little small little four by four by four you can grow lettuce onions onions is easy to grow as well uh, and like that kale is easy to grow kale will grow itself you know what I mean and yeah. the benefits of kale as well is unbelievable huge, yeah, huge, yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean so like any pots flower pots you can grow you can grow something people probably have loads of flower pots in their house that yeah. with just house plants right. you know so yeah yeah and if you do get involved in allotment um, what does it what does it charge per year to be well, I know to actually, to actually have one. here we only charge twenty five euro for the year. Twenty five for the year. Yeah, that's, that's right. just in here now. But I know right. like uh, council ones could be up to a hundred euro, you know, for the year. Right. Uh, the ones in Ballyfermot, as I said, I in Cherry Orchard Community Garden, there's three different sizes. So I'll do the small one. I think that's about sixty five euro for the year. It goes up to eighty five, and then I think it's a hundred and twenty for the bigger one. Now, the bigger ones are probably. Probably fifteen foot by fifteen foot. They're proper, like you get fifteen foot fifteen. Yeah, that's, that's like that's a very yeah. like the one I have is a a a, a railroad sleeper. All oh, right. Uh, square. So okay. that's probably I think that's they're probably about eight foot. I think so. Mine's eight foot by eight foot. Right. Uh, now as I said, I have beetroot, kale, onions, lettuce, uh, cabbages, sprouts. Uh, peas peas are really easy to grow as well okay. uh, or sugar snaps and all and like you'll be walking around the garden during the summer and they're growing and you're just taking them off and you're eating them as you're walking so I have gooseberries I'll have an apple tree like the apple tree this year was unreal and the apples off are lovely yeah. that's what uh, earlier on like if you if you pick an apple from a shop 
and an apple that you're at their ground. You can taste the difference. There's like a gla- I don't know what it's a There's spray. Yeah, like a spray, spray or something yeah, like that. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? So you can taste the difference, you know? Yeah. Uh, it's the same with all the veg. Like carrots, we're trying to go carrots. About four years ago, I had a great harvest of carrots, but for some reason, we can't get it right. So <laughs> like you have to have no no uh, stones in your soil because the carrots here. Oh, it's difficult to do carrots. Yeah, yeah, really, really, really yeah. yeah, really, really hard. You have to like sandy kind of soil mm. and no stones because when the carrot grows, it hits the stone or either stop growing or it'll try and grow around it. So that's why you get all the different deformed carrots. Mm. So it's we've we've had like about as I said about four years ago I had a great crop. I actually made a box. It was probably about two foot by two foot, and I done carrots in it, and it was just brand new compost, and it was great. It was unbelievable, but since then, like, since then, uh, yeah, we have a nightmare. Yeah, six or seven a year like, that are <laughs> decent. Or, uh, but yeah, but it's like onions are easy to grow and like that garlic, so simple to grow. Like you know what I mean? You can buy a garlic, uh, a proper garlic just out of the shop mm. and break it into the cloves and and, plant, uh, and it'll grow. Wow. So you get like one of them bulbs out of each clove. Okay. Uh, and what you do that in kind of be in around September time, for the next year, because the cold, the kind of the ice and the the, the frost splits the clove, and that's how you get more different cloves. So that's but yeah, uh, you learn all these things going through. Yeah, 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 so. yeah. How much time would people spend each week on an allotment? Do you think if they finally managed to <laughs> get allotments from the council like, how much time is it is uh, actually uh, needed uh, in it it's during the summer you, you probably be needed to go probably t- at least twice a week for Co- about what half an hour an hour or more probably an hour, an hour two hours probably you know what I mean depends how big your allotment is yeah just to get the weeds uh like I went away one of the times and I was away for 10 days and I came back and the weeds were just like taking over it like you know so it's it's hard to, to, to yeah. control the weeds uh, but some people as well on the side of the weed like some people do wild growing and just let the weeds grow and then at the um, end of the year they just harvest what they have do you know that kind of thing so they let the weeds let the grow. weeds grow as well it's just natural growing so okay. yeah uh, or I think and, that, and that doesn't stop your plants from growing no no, unless you're growing something that needs like permanent light and it's covering them, okay, they will try and get the light. You know what I mean? So they kind of ambush the plants and ambush each other kind of thing. You know, but uh, I I like like neat rows <laughs> for so that, I don't know if it's ADHD or something. But I don't have that. No, but, uh, yeah, just like order. Just like order. Yeah. Uh, where Dylan will just put anything around and yeah, let it grow. Yeah. You know, and with the two of us had great success in every way. So. It's one once one way is not better than the other. It's just the way you would do it. Uh, but it's just for the, it's just great to get out there after work, as I said. Just work away on your allotment. The benefits of it then health wise, benefits for the head wise. Uh, like Dylan only took it up probably about five years ago, uh, and he says it himself. He says it's great. I'm starting to learn things now. He has a back garden. Which leads on to the back of the river as well. Yeah. And he has loads of kind of little man made boxes for himself as well. Ah. Uh, so, like, we, we we also, as well, we have a kind of a barbecue club here. Uh, so, some Fridays we might have a barbecue in the evening. We just go and get, right, we're having burgers, right? Let's go down and get onions, tomatoes, and lettuce. 
you know yeah. or we could get a, like a uh, carja come on we barbecue a carja mm-hmm. you know what I mean so it is it's great we, we, we work it it's always been used the garden like you know what I mean uh, so yeah it's great it's unreal and you were talking to me before we actually came in air about the water harvesting yeah tell so us, tell us a bit about that so uh the, 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 it's, it's natural the rain uh, and there's no the pH the pH of rainwater is around 7 so that's what you want it uh, so tap water there could be lime and stuff yeah, and yeah, tap yeah, water yeah. and stuff like that the quality of tap water might be great so uh, a few years ago we harvest we started harvesting the water off the prefabs that we have here and uh, there's two 200 litre containers we have so they fill up fairly quick once winter in Ireland course, uh, yeah. so we use that to water our polytunnel. It's actually a, a what would you call it? It's a automatic feed into the polytunnel as well. So oh. the, the two waters can fill up yeah. and then we can just turn on a we go either gravity feeder or we have a little pump that we can turn on and a and a water. So it's underneath the soil. Uh, we've buried the the holes underneath the, the beds. So we just turn it on and the waters itself. Uh, we have a small little man-made shed that we made out of pallets over in the allotments as well uh, and we've put a little I think it's a 100 litre drum there and that fills up fairly quick as well what we'd like to do is there's a green there's a green like a all-weather pitch out the back but there's a boxing club on it and it's about 70 foot long 80 foot long uh, I'd love to be able to take the water off that so that's the next kind of that's project that's, the next project, that's yeah. the next project probably for the start of the year maybe uh, just even to run it off one side you'd fill up like I've a thousand litre drum out the back that I'm going to use wow. and then just to price the, the guttering you know what I mean so we try and reuse everything oh so you're basically it all helps the environment and stuff exactly yeah, you know yeah. and as I said it's good for the plants once you're using the water constantly if you're leaving the water there obviously it's going to get stagnant and it's going to get right. flies and stuff in there. but if you're using it especially during the summer you're constantly using the water so once it fills up, it's gone. It's gone. Now, some as I said, during the summer, sometimes you can't use the rainwater because it's there's a dry spell. So we'll have to use the tap water, but we use rainwater as much as we can. Uh, I'd love to get it even off the roof of the, the community center. You know, that's a pro- that's a big project. That's a really really off big project. the community center here. Right? The roof itself. So we have. Does out it the actually pipe. hold a lot of water? Yeah. No, well, we have. Um, we've about eight drain pipes coming from the roof of the wa- the roof of the center out okay. the back there. So I have four picked out that we could use them. There's actually just as we're talking, I just had to come into my head out the back. There's two big flower pots, flower beds that that was made by recycled wood, by uh, I think it's called Understory was the name of the company that came in. A raindrops and Understory, yeah, and they collect the water from two of the the drain pipes out the back and they feed it into the into the the flower bed right. uh, they're about they're probably about 15 foot long and about two foot wide and about three foot deep so the water goes into that uh, now there is a drain if, if it's a really really bad winter or a really few there is a drain out of the out of the box as well so it can't get walk, waterlogged right. uh, and that was made out of recycled pallet wood yeah uh, Everything was recycled. So so this this raindrops. The environment uh, again is environment is, again. Is, yeah. yeah. And it's good to think yeah. it's good to start thinking about that kind of stuff as well, you know it what is, I mean? Because yeah, yeah. uh, even when you are in the shopping, the plastic and stuff that we waste, 
So even you can, you're always allowed to leave your plastic in the shop. So if you can do that and let them recycle it, you know that kind of stuff. So my brain is thinking like that now, and it's oh, si- simple things like yeah. you know what I mean. Uh, I said climate change is a big thing at the minute, but even the simplest thing is that we're starting to bring the water. We're growing our own seeds. We're take getting our own seeds from plants that we've planted the year before, like a tomato. If you co- open up a tomato, all the little seeds are in the tomato. So if you take them all out and let them dry out till for next year, you can grow them again. You know, simple stuff like yeah. that. Uh, but yeah, no, it's good. It's, it's enjoyable. Uh, and we're getting more bees. We're trying to get more bees and boards into the into the allotments as well into the garden. So I've I've built uh, a bee hotel out of four or five pallets. Mm-hmm. Uh, four or five pallets stacked on each other, and then the gaps in the pallets where. The fork would pick up a pallet. Yeah. I filled them with like an old brush head, slates, old wood, stuff like that. It's just where the bugs and the bees can get into and hibernate and build there. So the bees would go in, lay their egg, put pollen in, lay their egg, and uh, stuff it with kind of mud. And then they'll do a few of them. And the larvae in the, in the pollen would grow. They'd eat the, they'd eat the pollen. And then they break out. And that's how the bees, solitary bees do it. Yeah. So we've a few of them. We've got a lot of board boxes up. We've put up this year. Uh, I had one up to last year. The year beforehand, blue tits nested in it. And had a few chicks. I don't know how many chicks. They're from six to ten chicks that do be yeah. with blue tits. This year, I got four uh, board boxes off a company. Vivara is the name of them. Who are giving them me for free, and uh, they wanted to give them out to local groups, so I took for them. And the after school done them here, we've put them up, and this year they nested in one of them boxes. So the another thing, six to ten chicks. So in the last two three years, we've had like ten, possibly twenty chicks, blue tits. And yeah. uh, there was uh, a wren that nested here as well last year, and I could hear hear the chicks. I couldn't see where they were, so I think they have two to five eggs each year so it, the, the nature is coming back it's into coming it back in yeah, it, it is yeah. coming back into it so yeah. so how do birds and bees actually help your plants and help so obviously bees pollinate bees pollinate each yeah. each plant so right. they go from plant to plant looking for the pollen so they go on from a male plant to a female plant and that's how they, they pollinate and that helps go like without bees you wouldn't have plants growing and such you know what I mean you'd have to self pollinate yeah. you know which people do but it's not natural. So the bees go to from plant. So they go to each flower, get the pollen out of that plant, go to the next plant, get the pollen out of that. But they're pollinating their, uh, each plant as they go. So yeah, this year we've built, uh, with the help of Meta, which is Facebook, we grew uh, the concrete flower boxes out the back and we put in kind of wild flowers and flowers for the bees. And this is the first time since I've been in here I've seen so many bees, bees in yeah. the centre. There was like a, there's ten boxes on each box there must have been like a hundred bees when you go and check them. And which is absolutely brilliant. So hopefully next year now we'll put up more bee board boxes, maybe more bee hotels, get them back in, yeah, you know what I mean? Because yeah. there is a lot of boards coming in. And do the birds not actually actually damage the plants some of them would try like the likes of uh, wood pigeons and stuff like that come in and they'd they'd eat younger kind of seedlings as they call them so young cabbages and stuff like that so I have nets to go over my allotment as well Uh, it's nature you know you can't get rid of it Uh, and I wouldn't get rid of it but you can prevent 
from eating your plants yeah. you know what I mean now I have board feeders out here which I f- f- feed the boards so the, the wood pigeons go on it starlings all the garden boards go onto them there's about I'll say if there's about 30 stations board feeding stations around the thing so yeah. I'm not stopping them from coming in no. but preventing them from the allotments and preventing them from so just put a bit of netting over your plants over you your know plants. what I'm yeah, saying yeah. Yeah. so uh so yeah, no, it's good. As I said, it's it's improving each year. The lads that walk here are great as well. They give you a good dig out as well. They're on like to be on back to work schemes there for the centre, and some of them are actually qualified horticulturists, okay. and they give you great uh, tips as tips well, or yeah. help you out. Like I yeah. the, like I want help this year with the the apple tree to cut it back, because it's grown for the last three years. I got to cut back about three years ago. Uh, but I want to cut back again because it's just going crazy again. Like so, yeah. Now, it's a little community down here as well, so it's great. Great, Dave. Thank you for all that. I think we've come to the end of our time. But if there is anyone out there that is looking for something to calm them down yeah. and, and to bring some to improve their social life, yeah. To think think about allotments. Allotments. Are you as just even grown? Love you, you know Dave. What I mean? Okay. That's great, Dave. Thank you for Colin, your time. Thanks very much. Thank thanks for having much. me. And thank you. Bye bye. Thank you. So that's it for today. I, I hope you enjoyed this mental health and social benefit podcast. If you'd like to join us on the podcast, email rickradio at 2020 at gmail.com. From me, Colin Hart, stay safe and look after your mental health.